Now, let's give you some women's basketball highlights. What got Betty Manunga on the American Athletic Conference Weekly Honor Roll? Now, she was not the player of the week. She certainly was a candidate. And you got to give credit to Diamond Battles, who was already the leader of UCF. But what she's been doing lately has been simply taking over games. They had a tight one yesterday against Temple will give you sort of a, again, a mini version of the conference show here in a little bit, tell you what went on elsewhere. But as far as the Bulls go, Betty Manunga was definitely going to get on the weekly honor roll because she had two tremendous performances, starting with the double-double against SMU. And that was, again, you can't underscore this, how the first half ended on such a big-time down note and a big-time concerning note. A 13-0 run by SMU stunned the Bulls, and yes, I put it out on Twitter yesterday. Sometimes I get a little bit uh, contentious, maybe. And I'm not really a contentious person, but on Twitter, I guess it happens from time to time. I mentioned how SMU, which put out a video of their buzzer beater three-pointer at the end of the first half, celebrated like they'd won the game. And, well, maybe that behooved the Bulls. But neither here nor there. What she did to start off the second half got the Bulls right back in it. And without it, I don't know if they win the game. Now Dulce right around Sanderlin, but too much. Manunga pulls in and rebound, lays it in. That was close to rimming out, but Manunga gets the latest board for the Bulls. And on up to Bermejo, looks for a cutter. It's Manunga, good catch, good basket. Good find by Bermejo, and it's back down to four, 38-34. Manunga was over in the first half, but give her two baskets to go with seven rebounds. Bulls are out rebounding SMU, 23-12. She's definitely a talented basketball player. So is Betty Manunga. Boy, she is determined. Gets right to the hoop for her third make of the half. Gets it back down to 40-36. to Hermejo inside of Menunga. They can't stop her. Betty Menunga on another good look by Chrissy. Give her a second assist in a row. So the Bulls are scoring at will right now, but unfortunately they're not stopping SMU on the other hand. It's 8-8 in this quarter, 42-38. Right to the basket. Betty Menunga can't be stopped right now. And she pulls it to 42 to 20. 40, 42-20 would be terrible. Now a chance to tie the score. They have not attempted a three, so they're gonna have to start making some threes. How about just get it to Betty Menunga? Instead, almost traveled, found herself kind of in an awkward spot, but laid it up and in, and she is controlling this second half. She is six for six, and the game is tied at 44 apiece. Betty Menunga with 12 points in the third quarter. Ended up with 17 points all in the second half along with 13 rebounds. And then, again, as the 23 points were getting scored in the third quarter against Houston, you blink and you miss. Betty Manunga had nine rebounds in the frame and it got her up to 15 boards. She ended up with 18. Certainly would have gotten to 20 if not for the fact that the game was a blowout and Jose Fernandez was able to pull her out and a lot of starters early in that one. But here's some of Betty Manunga's work in a very eventful third quarter, including an assist or two. It rims out, and Betty Manunga is able to get the rebound. Pass into Manunga, tough to handle, but she gets there. Now, oh, what a spin move there on Hill. Betty Manunga splashes to the basket, and the Bulls have their lead back up to 25-16. to 16. Pins on, wide open for three, short. But Manunga sees it, gets the ball. So the review is going to favor the Bulls. We'll get the exact call here in a second. As after the second, as the second free throw by Sydney Harvey, both were good, went up. Tatiana Hill underneath trying to gain position on Betty Manunga. She had the position. She didn't have to do this. 
flung her left elbow back. It wasn't anything drastic as far as elbow flings go, but it definitely caught Betty Menunga right in the face. And Menunga's head just jerks back noticeably, and she holds her hands up like, what was that? Oh, what a move by Betty. She's saying, in your face on that one. And it's 32 to 18, Menunga coming to play here. Shot goes nowhere, and Betty Menunga goes in, misses the shot, but Dulce keeps the rebound alive. Chenecki flies in for it, out to Maria. She's three for three. Oh, misses that one. But Betty gets fouled on the board, so Maria Alvarez a little bit long. Another offensive rebound. Nice little dump off pass there, and another missed layup by Jasmine Lewis. And Menunga up to Chenecki on the other end. High off the glass and in, fast break. Extraordinary, but goodness gracious, we're talking about wide open layups. Houston needs another timeout. There's Jasmine Lewis trying to post up and missing again. Jasmine Lewis has been the Jasmine reason why they are having issues right now. Bulls win the game 55-35. Again, our 6-1 and in conference, having played five of those seven games on the road. Of course, they'll only need three more road trips, a bunch more games coming to the Yingling Center starting this Sunday against Tulane. UCF leads the league after having to come back in the fourth quarter yesterday at home against Temple, which had them by six points, but the Knights end up winning fairly comfortably, ending the game on a 15-2 run. Temple falls to 4-3. and three. They could have really made things interesting in the standings. They would have been technically in fourth place still, but would have knocked UCF into second place. SMU is the third place team, but has only played four games, three and one. So UCF seven and one, the Bulls six and one, the Mustangs three and one. They'll play in a couple days at East Carolina. Tulsa and Tulane are technically tied for fifth place, both 500. Boy, Tulsa went from maybe put some wins together, get an at-large hopeful to, wow, they blew a 33-12 lead at Cincinnati. Credit the Bearcats, but my goodness, that was a wild one over the weekend. Also, Memphis and a wild one beats Temple 64-61. They were down 10 early. The Tigers are no pushover either. Madison Griggs scored 18 points. How many times do you have a six-point trip in basketball, much less one person hitting all six points on back-to-back threes? That happened in that game, and it was a critical juncture late. Temple missed some free throws down the stretch, so the Owls... Close losses back-to-back to Memphis and UCF have them at 4-3, and three, but still a very solid team. And even Houston, which is next to last in the conference at 2-6, and six, if the Cougars can get their shooting back in order, they can beat anyone in the league. Remember, they were leading in Orlando with about three minutes to go not too long ago, and they're starting to get back to full strength. So it's not going to be easy for anyone to pull off the conference championship, but right now the Bulls and the Knights, go figure, are atop the league. On the men's side, well, it's not nearly as rosy for the Bulls. Next to last place, technically, because Tulsa's 1-7, the Bulls 1-6, but as we know, it was a tough one against Tulsa. Before we get to Brian Gregory, again, we had no conference show yesterday. Got to mention what Tulane did. Funny how records work. Wichita State's overall record is better than the Tulane Green Wave, but who's feeling better right now? And that would be the team that scored the last 10 points Saturday to stun the Shockers, Jalen Cook gets fouled trying a three with six seconds left, makes them all. And as Ron Hunter said, basketball is back in Tulane. They are 6-3, third place in the conference. Houston's at 7-0, beat UCF in Orlando, 63-49. And SMU is your second place team and very much in the running for an NCAA tournament spot. Beat 
Temple, 69-61. Marcus Weathers scored 27 in that game. They were actually down three before putting on a 13-0 run. Weathers was the American Athletic Conference Player of the Week. The other action over the weekend was Cincinnati, which led by 12 but blew it, having to come back and win at East Carolina on a last-second putback, 60-59. Cincy is the fourth team in the conference. Said I mentioned some football stuff. If you missed this, it looks like running back Darian Felix enters the transfer portal. Hey, he's got a young kid. We love him. Uh, Bulls, of course, we saw Jaron Mangum sort of become the guy at running back last year, so you can understand the decision we wish Darian the best of luck, no doubt. And also cross-country. This is some pretty cool news. The women's team got recognized by the Cross-Country Coaches Association for its all-academic honors. That's going to do it for Bulls Beat. Thank you all for listening. I'm Derek Sharp.